Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 87 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. On this week's podcast, we're going highlighting, you know, a massive fundraiser that took place over the last couple of months, the Tom Pay O'Connor uh, fundraiser for all the, the various um, charity organisations. It kind of came to a conclusion over the course of the weekend with two wonderful nights at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium and Curraheen Park Greyhound Stadium in Cork um, on Saturday night. Checks presented on the night and we're going to say hello to a great friend um, of Tom Pay O'Connor and that is the chairman of the Irish Ground and uh, Breeders uh, Federation. We're going to say hello to Damien Matthews who kindly joins us on the podcast. Hello to you Damien. Good evening Barry. It's great to, great to, great to be on. Yeah, um, I suppose the the last time we spoke, um, we, we had a wonderful chat. But you know, we're we're starting with a, a man that I'm sure you've known now for a long number of years, uh, Tom Pell Connor. Uh, lots of people have been there describing him as a legend in recent times. Ah, uh, listen, it's not just recently. Tom's been a legend. Uh, Tom Pell Connor, I've known him all my life, and he's always been a man of his word, a man with great faith. And uh, I have to say. It was a credit to him and his committee uh, what they put on Friday night in Trilly and Saturday night in Cork. You know, to raise in excess of £126,000, to be handed out to four or five different charities, you know, it would only take somebody like Tom to even take it on. I know for a fact, Barry, when he mentioned 100k, people would laugh at him, but like, there's nobody should laugh at Tom Powell Connor, an outstanding man, uh, well able to, you know, get the Greyhound community in behind him it, it, that can be seen for the, by the funds that was raised you know uh, he, he, he's got some sort of a he's a great determination a great attitude to life and uh, people get in behind him and support him and that was well well seen on Friday night as I said in three and Saturday in Cork yeah, it sure was. And, you know, I suppose, look, cancer um, is something, you know, that has uh, come to everyone's door. It's a really, you know, a tough and horrible disease. And it's took so many, you know, great people, um, you know, from us um, o- over the years. And, you know, Tom Pay was looking absolutely fantastic in, in Curraheen Park on Saturday night when I met him. And, you know, once again, you know, people of the, the Greyhound, um, you know, Greyhound supporters all over the country, once again, without repeating myself, because I did this as well on Saturday night, stop. Uh, they, they stepped up to the mark once again raising fantastic figures we really have you know some wonderful people in our sport uh, all over the country Damien Listen Barry it's even more remarkable when you think you know between COVID-19 and Tom's illness and the treatment that he's going through that he was able to amass in excess of 126,000 you know the, the, the supporters of the Greyhound community uh, stood up and uh, like that was plain to be seen everybody got in behind him and uh, it's it's a wonderful sport and it's a wonderful credit to the people within the sport that actually supported his his path, his journey through the cancer and hopefully he's still getting treatment but hopefully he'll come out the other side of it and God willing he'll be with us for another way. Yeah that's exactly it and it, it was I suppose wonderful to see all the, the lovely images and you know videos from, from both tracks at the weekend um, uh, shared across all the, the social media platforms. Absolutely listen it's a, it's a message that we as a community need to get out there you know it was brilliant to see 
uh, nurses, consultants, doctors, you know, different walks of life, being at all the tracks over the weekend to receive the money that was raised. Because in the end of the day, by that, they're the people that we as the Greyhound community need back at our tracks. So it's important to, you know, support the Greyhound tracks now that we are back post-COVID-19 uh, so that, you know, the likes of these events, it needs to be supported. They need to be supported. These tracks need to be attended. It's important that they're there for, for us presently and for our families in the future and for the younger generation. So it, it's great to get back out and it's great to see the tracks fall up again. Yeah, that's exactly it. And w- would you think it's it's fair, maybe from you know non greyhound people around the country, that they they don't know how strong we we actually are, our sport is, because you know we, we've proved it once again. Listen, that communication. I think you know uh, we let ourselves down as a community by not promoting ourselves, self-promotion. We expect somebody else to do it. I think it's crucial that, you know, we actually roll our sleeves up and get stuck in ourselves and promote, let the people know what we actually do. I think, I've done a video recently for the AGOBF and the figure was colossal that was raised throughout the the 32 counties and, and handed over on an annual basis. To, to different benefits, to different funds, different GA clubs and what have you. And I think it's important that we as a community actually you know, highlight that to the general public because there's a lot of people out there, Barry, don't know what actually goes on. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll agree. It, it, it's time to, you know, the people within, within the tracks all over the country, you know, to, to start, you know, knocking on their friends' door and stuff like that, and get all the the big, you know, benefit nights back because we've raised uh, millions and millions of euros uh, over the last number of years and all them big benefit nights. Oh yeah, listen. I think you know that you know it's spring is in the air. You know, COVID seems to be behind us. Um, people get a wee bit more confident about going back out in the tent and the GAA matches to start, the championship's going to start and what have you. So I think with people just generally coming back out that you will see the tracks will pick up too because, you know, with the age cohort, it's important that the older generation feel confident to go back and attend in their local tracks. So I think that will happen just naturally. Exactly. I'm very much looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, great to see crowds uh, coming back over the course of, of the last couple of weeks. Just in terms of the um, Irish Greyhound Owners and Breeders Federation, obviously uh, a lot of work, um, you know, ongoing. We all see the, the, the brilliant, I suppose, series of, you know, videos that were, were posted over the last year or so. And, you know, they got massive viewing. It did. It did. Listen, it's it's been our second series. You know, we were delighted with series one. Series two maybe hasn't had the same impact as series one. But having said that, there's still well in excess of two hundred thousand people has viewed series two. So it is getting a great airing out there. But I think you know, even though even though it has been seen by people within the community, there's other people still haven't seen it. And I think even though you know it has come and went they're in the archives that we can actually refer back to them and start recirculating them again. I think that's important because there is people, as I said, particularly that was in Trilly on Friday night and maybe Cork on Saturday night, that wouldn't have known anything about them. And if they were now to just, you know, go on to any one of the different platforms, let it be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube or whatever, and just click into them and share them with their friends, it just would get the message back out there to other people, Barry. And I think that's what's crucial. They're there, they're a resource that we have, and it's only a matter of utilising them going forward again. So I think it's important. Listen, uh, the AGOBF have been working hard with Greyhound Racing Ireland to try to, to try to progress the industry forward. 
you know, I think it's it's important that everybody puts their shoulders to the wheel and stop looking around their, looking around there looking behind them to expect somebody else to do it. I think it's important that we all, as I said, put our shoulders to the wheel and move this industry forward. That's exactly um, that's exactly it, Damien. Very well said. And over the last couple of weeks at Toaster, we've been all watching that wonderful tracker wide open deliver some sensational performances. I'm sure yourself and you know all the Matthews family all involved in your kennel, you're getting uh, massive satisfaction out of that. Absolutely. Listen, it's funny the way things develop. Liam Dowling encouraged me to use Ballymac Bulger 18 months ago or two years ago and on his advice I went to him and I have to I have to openly admit I'm delighted with the outcome you know the the, the whole litter was outstanding uh, wide open is, is a young 20 month old bitch uh, you know I, I, she sh- I put her in the, the Conan Kirby for her first race so we've been unlucky not to qualify having said that you know losing out in Limerick actually made me reassess her, her 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 program, and we decided that we'd go for the the maiden derby in in Toaster. Now, thankfully, she's taken to the track brilliantly. The extended distance is no issue to her, and having won, you know, uh, the first and second round, we're delighted with her. Now we're into the semi final this this Sunday night. Completely different kettle of fish. Uh, we're, we're definitely the meat in the sandwich. Kevin Boone has a nice dog, and Chap One moves off. And um, John Mullins has a nice dog out of trap three, would actually move in. So I can see myself being the meat and the sandwich, but with a bit of luck, Barry, I hope uh, anywhere in the first three will do this weekend. And I just hope that she runs well as far as I'm qualified. That's the aim for this weekend. Well, uh, the, the very best of luck uh, with her, Damien. We can't wait to see her back in racing action. Just before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, just just, just, just to encourage people, you know, to... Uh, to uh, Go back out to your local tracks and support the local tracks. I think it's important that, you know, if you don't have a runner, I think it's important to be there and support our racing, our racing, uh, our racing venues because in the times that we're living in, I think, uh, you know, the industry is after having a difficult time. COVID hasn't helped, but I think it's important now that we have both them things behind us. I think it's important now that we support our local tracks and the more we do it, the better for everybody concerned, Barry. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's um, let's drive it on. And, uh, you know, very much looking forward to the uh, summer months. Uh, Damien, look, it's always great to hear your thoughts. Uh, keep up um, the great work, of course, um, you know, that you're doing ongoing, in fairness, uh, doing massive work there with the Irish Greyhound Owners and Breeders Federation. We're wishing you the very best of luck with all your talented trackers uh, in the coming months and wishing yourself and uh, all your family continued success in our great sport. Thanks, Barry. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Now, moving on on the podcast, we're going to say hello to the legend himself, and that, of course, is uh, Tom Pay O'Connor. Thanks a million for for joining us on the podcast, Tom Pay. Thank you. You had a very busy weekend. Um, I suppose you had a, the very busy couple of months with all the monies you you raised. But just take us back to the, the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium on, on Friday night, where you were presenting some checks, and just give us a, a small bit of information on the night. It was a great night. There was people shouldn't see in the crowd in the track it's, uh, in four or five years. It was the biggest track. It was the biggest night in the track. It's, it's, it's the hospital night. We give away 69,000 altogether. 69,000. That's a remarkable... We give, we give 5,000 to the camera thing and we give 24 to the cancer buses going up and down to Cork in Limerick and we give 40 to the hospital. And of course they were... We, we, got a great, we got a lovely meal there. 
Brilliant. And of course, they were all delighted with that money. Badly needed money, um, Tom Pair. They needed money to receive over the court. No, they couldn't collect nothing because like, the nurses worked awful hard in the consultants. They worked very hard. People, they're, they're doing too many hours. Like I think, I think not in my business, but I think they're doing too many hours, the nurses. Definitely. And as, as you said, it was a wonderful night well, at the track. One half and work. Uh, the track was track was outstanding. As you said, a wonderful night at the track and you enjoyed a lovely meal there. A lovely meal. The meal is outstanding. And I think anyone should go there. I think there should be a charity meeting run very often for hospitals and for sick children and everything. I think it should be done. And I also want to thank DJ Hishton, especially DJ. I didn't meet him at all for letting us into Crown Mill. DJ and, 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 and Damien Matthews and Conor Foley and Mr Coney as well. They couldn't be nice if we got into Clan Mill. We created a lot of money in Clan Mill. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, you were saying over 30,000 in Clan Mill. We collected about 31,000 in Clan Mill. And Eileen Lynch, the knock girl, was very good in court. She's a lovely girl. Yeah, fantastic. And, um, you know, the, the total figure was unbelievable. Over 128,000, Tom Pair. 128,000, and they said about 2,500 expenses off it. But there, there's no penny out of place because there was three people over it. I had nothing to do with the money. I know what we needed. I was watching the four hundred sort of going in, but I had nothing to do with taking out the money. I had three people, which I think is a great idea. Three people to sign for the checks to get them out. Yeah, that was fantastic. You you certainly done everything the right way, and you know, moving on, Tom Pad, the, the bandwagon moved on to Curraheen Park on Saturday night. I was there myself. The atmosphere was brilliant, and you brought another bumper crowd to the track. I did. I did. And I brought six, seven top consultants from Cork Hospital. I brought eight nurses, top, and. That um, Con Murphy, the lovely man, a lovely guy. He'd be with the Cork team. A lovely, lovely. We had a great, a lovely meal there as well. But there was there was six or seven top consultants, and they were all often nice. They all talked to us, and we met them all, and we met some of the nurses who were treating me as well from the ward. And I know from you know speaking to you prior that you um you know you started raising the money. You said to me one time you said it's a great opportunity for the people involved in, in greyhound racing to once again stand up you know and be counted. And they certainly done that. Oh, they certainly done that. They certainly done that. But it was lovely coming I mean, to track and the consultants were delighted with the meal. The meal was lovely. We did great. We did great night. We did rain. All right for the forty. We just start. We didn't let me rain. There's no harm. That's exactly it. You won't be. You won't know what to do with yourself now going forward, Tom Pair. I won't. I won't. See, the, see the collecting kept me going while I was getting the treatment. You know what you'll be thinking about it. You'll be thinking what you'll be getting. But like Cork Track were very good to me as well. You no, know, Brian Collins and Don Lee and the chef in Cork Track when I was going up for treatment and Patrick was bringing up a few dogs and Stephen Callum was bringing up a few dogs and we we, we tried to, they'd be trying the dogs while they'd be getting the treatment. They'd, they'd wait for me. And I hope we'll see you back in Cork with dogs going forward. We would have got said we'll be back again. Oh, we'll we'll be back again there. But they they couldn't be nicer to us now. I'll tell the truth. Brian Collins and all the staff in Cork. We did very few people open in the morning early. We'd be up there at half past seven. We got trials at half past seven in the morning there. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I suppose, look, finishing up, um, Tom Pair, because obviously, look, we're we're going to be speaking to a, a couple of other guests. It's, it's great to highlight this uh, once again on the podcast. Uh, a remarkable um, achievement. But you must have been, I suppose, overwhelmed with all the support you got all over the country. And, and, and I, I, God bless everyone. I'm going to give a pound because like, any pound to do. Like, we'd want to take too much out. They couldn't be nice. We, got, we didn't get refused from no one. And I want to thank all the sellers. All the people that sold for us, we'd get us from every county. They couldn't be nicer. And DJ Hishton, DJ Hishton, let us into Clan Mill, and Demi Metros and Connor Foley. 
Yeah, look, it, it's brilliant. Look, um, as you said to me, you're you're known all over the country. Well, you you certainly proved that uh, with the amount of money um, that you raised, um, Tom Pan. You know, we're wishing you the, the very best of luck in your on your journey going forward, and we'll be keeping an eye out for for your, your greyhounds and your, and your son's greyhounds, and we hope you'll have plenty of success going forward. Thank you very much. Now, moving on on the podcast, we're going to say hello to another man, a man that done that Trojan work in raising all that uh, big money, of course, uh, for all the uh, cancer charities, and that is uh, Michal McMahon, um, another man uh, from, from Kerry. And uh, as I said, Michal, uh, there were some great people involved in, in, in that committee. You were one of us, or one of them, I should say. Tell us um, how, how you got involved, firstly. Uh, sure, thanks very much. Very first for having me on and delighted to be on. Um, I suppose we've been involved in trekking course and dogs for many years and we'd know Tom, Tom Pan and all the O'Connor family well and uh, I suppose that's uh, how I, I got involved with, with it, Dean. And um, I suppose we had a, an initial meeting inside in uh, Christie's Bar in the Stall and that kind of got the ball rolling. Uh, it was decided then that we'd go to go fund me page at the time and uh, Michael McKellistrom and, and Ryan Keneally, uh, two of them in that were on the committee, they were tasked with setting up uh, the GoFundMe page and uh, Michael and Ryan are from Belly Longford and, and they set that up then. They got that going and, and the, the response was, 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 was amazing. Were you, were, you, were you surprised with you know how quick it took off, Michal? Oh, sure, look, um, yeah, we were. We were surprised. Um, look, we always knew that the, the generosity, the goodwill and support from the Greyhound community was there. But we were amazed at the time, like um, the way the donations came in and, and how quick people were to react and, and uh, got really behind it and they supported it so well. Like, and uh, the generosity was enormous, like from, from all corners of Ireland and, and abroad as well. And uh, the GoFundMe page was going really well. And uh, <laughs> in one night, I suppose, Tom rang me one night and he said to be at Lizelton Cross that we were going to a meeting and uh, we went to the meeting and I went back at Christie's again and I suppose it was on that night that uh, Berkey Brown kind of spoke and he was adamant to hold the raffle and um, from there I suppose the, the, the raffle gathered momentum and the rest of the committee rode in behind it and uh, I suppose the, the, everyone there was of the opinion that it was a good idea to go with it the next um, called in was made to the Irish Course and Club um, and they kindly gave us the, the green light to go for the national meeting on the, the 6th and 7th of February. Uh, DJ Histon and Eugene Cooney and John Egan, Connor Foley, Damien Matthews, they all um, rode in behind us there and the team at Powerstone and, and, and it was great to get into the national meeting um, for the raffle as well. Uh, the permit was filled out and Tom Nolan then looked after the rest and I suppose I'd have to mention Kim Heffern and then Kim is down in the credit union Koshuna credit union in Plain and uh, Kim was there day and night for her calls and uh, she, she she was a huge, huge, hugely supportive to, to all of us here uh, with the fundraiser yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. And look, you 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 talk, you spoke there, I suppose, uh, about the you know the the goodwill of the the greyhound supporters um, all over the country. And you know we we've never been found wanting. We've seen it in you know in previous years when they went to you know get sponsorship for the Irish Greyhound Lords. I think they got sponsorship for you know four or five years. We see it. They were raising money for for the coursing one time. It's just as I said, never found wanting. And you know if there was another big fundraiser in the morning, you you'd see the greyhound people stand up and be counted. They're they're 
unbelievable bunch and you know we've got so many great people and I don't think you know people from outside the sport realise how strong we actually are 100% Barry couldn't agree with you more um, when the great home community come together anything uh, is possible and, and here we have achieved something I think that was beyond all of our wildest expectations because um, I suppose it just shows you like the, the, the goodwill again and the generosity of all the community that we met from every corner of Ireland and it just shows you and, and, and what is in the, what's very special about the Greyhound community and it's there in abundance and we met it in abundance uh, um, throughout our campaign started in mid-December and right up to the end the people were fantastic the ones we met along the way the characters the crack that was had you know it's, it's something really special and I suppose the fundraiser itself the intentions were real from all of the committee from the outset it was driven by hearts and minds with one sole purpose of being for the greater good and I suppose greyhound people the good is in them and it has always been there and I suppose it's, it's really remarkable to think what has been achieved by the Greyhound community here in, in, in this instance. That, it's really, really remarkable. Yeah, it sure is, uh, Michal. And I suppose what better way, you know, to, to round it off last week with uh, two wonderful nights starting off below in the, the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium um, in Chile and it rolled on to Curraheen Park on Saturday night and, you know, fabulous fabulous crowds in attendance. Uh, one thing I did notice in Curraheen Park and I hadn't seen it for, for quite some time was the figures in in, in the betting on the tote. You you. You were you were pretty certain that there was a big crowd there. You know, trios were making good money and the wind pools were very strong. So that's always a good indication of a big crowd. Uh, for sure, Barry. Um, I suppose the talk all week up here in North Kerry and the Greater Kerry area was about Tom Paz night at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium. The build up to that night and it culminated the last night, Friday night, firstly in the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium and was it most appropriate that the funds for the Kerry charities were presented at a Greyhound Stadium, a venue that has been host to so many successful fundraisers, Barry, for charities, sports and organisations, other organisations, too numerous to mention. Millions of euros have been raised for University Hospital Kerry at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium venue. And you only need to take a drive around North Kerry this evening from where I am here in Ballybunion, and within a couple of miles of road, you'll see visible state-of-the-art pitches and facilities that have been built as a result of fundraisers undertaken at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium. And I suppose we're very thankful to so, so much to Declan, Hitter and all the staff at the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium for everything they done for us the last night and especially as well to the staff at, the, at, at Corraheen Park Greyhound Stadium as well. Um, they were so good. Brian Collins down in Cork as well. And uh, on, on Saturday night, and I think there was something unique. There was a unique atmosphere. Um, there was at both venues on both nights. It 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 really was a unique atmosphere. And to be there, it was it was a privilege to be to be there on Tom Paz night. And uh, it, it was it was a hugely successful weekend, um, both presentation nights. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Michal. We, we'll finish up. Look, we all see the the wonderful pictures from both nights that have been, you know, shared across um, social media at, at my local track in Yall on Monday night. We had our first benefit night for for quite some time. The East Cork uh, or East Ferry Rowing Club are in attendance. I've seen a benefit night added um, on the the, the calendar for. Um, in a Scarty in an upcoming night and you know for anyone that's listening to this podcast and involved with a, an organisation sporting organisation any charity you know I suppose it's something that you know have, have gone backwards in recent years 
and and it's time now for for people you know to come back to the tracks and start raising big figures because uh, we, we've been doing it for a long number of years. Obviously, you know there there's certain people against the, the the sport, but I suppose there's certain people against everything in in life. And uh, as I said, it's time now for for people you know to to come back to the tracks and start raising big money. Oh, I totally agree with that. I, I echo those sentiments, uh, Barry. And um, any fundraiser that's undertaken at, at any of the tracks um, is going to, you know, it's going to be a success because with the people on the ground there at the stadiums in in in, in the Kingdom Greyhound Stadium and and uh, Corrigan Park Greyhound Stadium, you're not going to have a bad fundraiser, and uh, you're going to come out with 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 a, a nice uh, sum of money to reinvest back into whatever sporting organisations or schools or that uh, out there. And like you say, I suppose the things are changing now post-COVID and things, and, and, and there is, um, I suppose, sports clubs and that out there that will be looking to um, fundraise and that, and, and what better way to do it than at a, a, a track in front of your local crowd, supported by local people, what what better way to know? And, and I think that the big urgers and that out there uh, maybe they'd be better off if if they came and, and viewed it for themselves at a track for a night and they'd actually see what uh, actually takes place within the industry and the goodwill that's there um, because it's there in abundance in, in all of the tracks throughout the country. Yeah, that's exactly it, Michal. Look, it was absolutely uh, fantastic speaking with you. It was an unbelievable, I suppose, you know, advertisement for, for the great people, you know, that that supported um, the, the charity over 125,000 a massive figure and um, you look congratulations on, on, on the work you've done uh, it really was remarkable and, and it was great that you took time out to joining us on, on the podcast um, here today Thanks very much Barry and just on behalf of the committee and myself I'd just like to wish Tom the very best for the future going forward and um, thanks to yourself there for all the work that you've done um, highlighting the fundraiser and everything since it started out and it's much appreciated and we'd like to thank everyone, um, all our sponsors as well, all the people that sold tickets and bought tickets, the Linton Breath of the country. We thank we thank them from the bottom of our hearts. Now we're going to say hello to our fourth and, and final guest um, on the podcast, uh, another man that done uh, Trojan work over the course of the, the last couple of months, and that is uh, Padraig Bunyan. So we'll say hello to you, uh, Padraig, and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having us, Barry, and thanks for your help all along. I suppose you had your prep run uh, down in the kingdom on, on Friday night see a, a wonderful video that has appeared um, on social media and I suppose for anyone that uh, didn't see that uh, video uh, definitely worth having a look and you know some powerful words as well from uh, Father uh, Morris Brick as well in that Yeah there was indeed very um, you know it was great to have someone like Father Brick uh, rounding out the video um, I suppose he's he's an inspirational man in many ways Um uh, we'd, all, we'd all be very jealous of how he can speak we'd all be very jealous of how he won an Oak years ago in Clanmel so it was great to have someone of his stature involved Yeah that's exactly it and uh, just tell us uh, your own background uh, within the, the sport um, I So I grew up around Lizilton which would be synonymous with Greyhounds um, it's a bit like the GEA it's a bit religious um, around North Kerry um, I got involved in dogs about 10 years ago in a syndicate um, we had a very nice pup that time, and since then I've had I've had dogs with the O'Connors for the last seven or eight years. 
Very good. And, um, you know, I suppose, look, as I said, you were a man that was uh, part of the committee as well. You know, Trojan work, obviously, look, we, we, we spoke with Michal already and, you know, he t- he thanked all the, the various people. But just in terms of, of the fundraiser over the last uh, couple of months, it, it, it must there must have been fierce satisfaction out of it and, you know, raising all that money, you know, that's gone to cancer charities. Yeah, there'd be... From my own point of view, and I can safely say it from the comedy's point of view, we're immensely proud of of what we achieved. Um, we really only started around Christmas time. Uh, the GoFundMe page, I think, was set up around the 13th or 14th of December, um, and we only started really working on the raffle. I think the week after Christmas. Um, so, like, we managed to get, I think, 30. 33 or 34 prizes donated, uh, all very valuable prizes, I might add. Um, we had that readied into sell tickets in Clanmel, which was the first weekend in February, and we had the draw in at the Irish Cup two weeks later. So, you know, it was very it was very condensed. There was a lot of activity. There was a lot of organising. There was a lot of running around to do. Um, and really everyone, we never... I don't think we we heard the word no from anybody that we asked anything of, which was great. Yeah, it sure was, and you know, um, no, no, that it's come to an end. I suppose there, there's a lot of pressure off. Is it fair to say that? Yeah, well, I suppose we uh, there's there's pressure off, but you know, we learned a lot of lessons from it. I'm sure there'll be a lot of us involved in fundraisers down the road again for different things. Uh, there's a lot of us involved in GA and other things like that. Um, I think Michal, uh, he mightn't mind me saying, but he's already stuck in a fundraiser for the Soul Coursing Club. Their annual draw for the English Derby, they're selling tickets already. So um, time moves on, I suppose. But, you know, the, the pressure is off. We've we've given the money. But, you know, the journey is only starting for people that have been diagnosed with cancer now and the charities are sp- probably spending this money. This money probably won't last very long. I know it's a lot of money, but it probably won't last very long for some of them. So... You know, they'll be dependent on other people and, you know, hopefully our part, it'll play a little part, but I think the charities themselves, they'll be very appreciative, but they'll also need further funding down the line. That's exactly it. They'll be looking for the, for the next uh, big big fundraiser and no doubt, you know, the, the Greyhound people all over the country will, will always put their hand in their pocket and support uh, charities that are, you know, so well deserving of it. I think that's I think that's one of the key things to take away from all this, Barry, is that um you know, I said it on the video about um people in North Kerry if or any part of Kerry are thinking about fundraising to go and have a chat with Declan Dowling at the track. Uh, I know my own GA club, but I don't know who we had a fundraiser there a good few years ago, it was a phenomenal success. It was probably the biggest fundraiser the club has had in years and years. Um you know, schools have had fundraisers at the track for playgrounds and for facilities and for, for stuff like that. It's not, you know, anyone can go in and, and organise a fundraiser inside there and, you know, Declan does a fantastic job. Uh, I know that Dr. McCormack and Dr. Rice will tell you this. A couple of million euros has been raised there for the hospital in Tralee, um over the past 15 or 20 years, which is, you know, it's incredible when you think about it. Um, a couple of million euros is an awful lot of money in a in a very small area. Yeah, that's exactly it. Look, uh, a remarkable work, and you know it was great to speak to you as well, Patrick. To, to highlight the the work that everyone done. I suppose we, we we'll give you the final word. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? No, I I just like to thank the you know the the goodwill of the people. Basically, um, you know, there's 
there's probably a lot of people out there that might not be convinced by the greyhound industry. We've raised an awful lot of money for cancer. Any of those people that are misfortunate enough to get cancer, I would have no problem that our money goes to supporting their treatment, even if they don't like greyhound racing. You know, we're not we're not raising money for greyhound people. We're raising money for the entire country that are going to be affected by cancer. And I think you know if if this does anything, it might shed a more positive light on the greyhound industry and. You know, maybe down the line, people that might have come to the track because we were supporting cancer might actually get interested in the Greyhound game or they might have a bit more respect for the Greyhound game. Yeah, that's uh, very, very well put. And uh, look, as I said, over the course of the, the last half an hour or so, you know, I'm probably repeating myself at this stage, but we've so many wonderful people from all walks of life in, involved in our great sport. And we're looking forward to the, the summer months ahead, Padraig. And, you know, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast and uh, keep up the great work. Thanks very much. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.